Welcome to what used to be known as the Traverse Podcast and is now known as my three-part running away from reality because my dad is a Trump supporter and I'm not and I can't deal with it, but I love my new puppy meatball podcast with me, Debbie Hannon. (laughs) Just kidding. It's Sarah and Meatball. And this is part three of DOTUS, Dog of the United States, Daughter, Dad, Democracy of the United States, all that stuff. Let's go. Breaking news. This just in this morning. Breaking news on the presidential election of 2020. What is Thanksgiving dinner going to be like this year? I love Sarah's dad, John. Amazing, isn't he? Biggest fan. Relationship with his daughter. Made my relationship with my daughter. I wonder. No statement. From her father. She always barking up the wrong tree. Breaking news. Sources close to Ivanka Trump have now confirmed that she has, in fact, turned into a dog. Hey everyone, I'm Ryan Fleecrest, and we're here today to talk about Ivanka Trump turning into a bitch. As usual, we've got Woofy Goldberg socially distancing from home. Hey Ryan, I have to say after hashtag Ivanka is actually a dog was trending at number four, I knew it was true. And that guy in the White House, she was too vocal, and he needed to put her in the doghouse. That father-daughter relationship, huh? Can you love someone that doesn't feel the same way you do about your moral values? I think we all know the answer to that one. Ryan and I talked to the public to hear how the world is feeling about Donald Trump's executive order and Ivanka Trump turning into a dog. I've always had the feeling that Ivanka was a dog. You kind of saw it in her eyes. Is any of this surprising given what he said about Ivanka? Does she have a home to go to? Like a safe house, a safe home? But also maybe he'll just kick that bitch out on the street. Well, yes. I mean, we watched her cock her leg the other day. There was always something up with Ivanka. A very strange family. I don't know anything about Ivanka Trump besides the fact that I own a pair of her shoes. (laughs) I know. (coughs) Ivani did a bad thing. Do you support this executive order to ban all dogs in the home? No. I love dogs. Outraged, mm. horrendous. What a nincompoopious mm. twat he is. But I mean, they need to free us and free the dogs. Free, free the dogs! On to our next hot topic. Did you hear the podcast with Sarah and her dog Meatball for the Traverse Theater? <laughs> Did I? Yeah, I, I barely got through it, but Sarah's so compulsive and obsessive that when she gets into something, she just kind of drags out and beats you over the head with it. I know. I've got a mild concussion from all this Meatball talk. Huh. And I might be dead soon because Meatball is joining us now. Meatball, are you there? Er, er, hi, yeah. Meatball, how are you on Zoom? It's really not that hard. Same sort of ways you were able to phone John. Yes, of course. Well, I I guess I'm just a bit confused why it is you felt like you should call him. Why wouldn't I call him? Well, being able to and needing to are two different things, are they not? Right, but that was my position to just step in and make two people try to actually connect and talk about their feelings. Do you think that you are the best dog to... Facilitate that. 
I do. I don't understand why it's a problem. They can talk. I can talk. We'll all talk. I can't get over this feeling that you've unleashed something that you shouldn't have. Well, I thought that I was doing the right thing to just have a conversation with John, Sarah's dad. But now you're making me feel But I'm like... sorry. I'm sorry for the interruption. But how could you know what the right thing is at only three months? You're still a baby. You know what? A lot of people call me an old soul, and I believe that. I just had the wisdom to know what the right thing to do was, and I just followed that. Or just nothing mutters as much as your opinion? I don't know. I was only trying to help. At the end of the day, maybe a dog isn't the best person to say these things. Maybe it should be daughter to father, father to daughter. I guess so. Maybe I'll just go lay down in the corner. But remain positive, okay? Can I have a treat now? We'll be right back with our next guest. Sarah, you have to stop now. Like, you're not Ivanka. This is just something that you have made up in your head. And your dad's not Trump. Enough is enough. Enough of the dogs. Enough with the dogs. Can you just stop? Enough of the dogs, Sarah. Just stop. Stop. Breaking news, Joe Biden has been named the next president of the United States of America. Sarah, what does your dad think about Biden winning? Grandpa, it's Meatball again. Hey, Meatball, good to hear your voice. Thank you very much. So, what do you think? Biden won. Mr. Trump isn't going to get in. Hip, hip, hurr. Well, it's a split country and a little bit over half are happy and a half are not very happy. So that's the situation we're in. And, uh... Of course, I'm very disappointed that it happened that way, but he is the president now, and uh, we just have to hope he does the best in guiding us in the future. Okay, so you're going to actually support what the actual results are because Trump isn't going to support them. He won't admit that he lost, will he? You know, I think he, I'm, I'm sure he's found some real discrepancies and some fraudulent things that occurred. And I give him credit for trying to investigate it because I think that does go on. We ought to be cognizant of it and do something about it. But don't you think that he started saying that there was voter fraud once he thought maybe I won't win? I don't think he would have been talking about it if he would have won. I don't agree with that. With the mail-in votes and the emphasis to do that, I think there was indication that there was some kind of Uh, fraudulent things that could occur, and he was identifying it early. Biden won. Tell me, when did you believe it? And go, whoa, we've got a new president. Uh, I think it was probably a couple days after the election when Fox announced it. But I didn't go, woo, we got a new president. I said, said, damn it, he won. Is that what you really said? I just said it. In my mind, I didn't make a big deal of it to anybody. Right, but what do you think about Trump not accepting it? 
Well, I think after he goes through the recounts in a couple of uh, states and identifies that uh, some of the things he's heard uh, are not true, I think he will accept it and, and move on. You think he'll say, I lost? Eventually, I think he will. Well, I, I, I think he beat himself. I don't think he lost uh, because people voted for not for Biden, but they voted against Trump. And it's unfortunate. And, you know, a lot of it was just from a personal standpoint, in my opinion. And uh, they didn't look at what he accomplished. And he should have tempered his his uh, his mouth. I think he he was too vocal and too bullish like and trash talking and calling people's names and all. And he certainly should have backed off on that because that didn't help him at all. And he probably should have been a little more cautious instead of so cavalier with the uh, COVID-19 and encouraged people to be more careful and to use masks. And I think probably those two things were against him, along with the fact that people just didn't like him. And, uh, you know, you should vote for what the person can do, not whether you like him or not. And, you know, people like Biden, but I don't think he's a leader. I don't think he's going to accomplish anything. In fact, initially, he's looking in to undo everything that uh, Trump did, which is scary. So what do you think about the first dogs champ and major that are going to go into the White House and there's finally going to be doggies again? Well, the thing that made me happy about that was I knew that Meatball would be happy to see that occur. So I am that, really happy about right. that. Well, that's why I was pleased with it. Otherwise, I, it doesn't matter to me too much, but I'm happy for Meatball. But I'm Meatball. I know. So why'd you say Meatball like I'm not Meatball? Well, it's just as if your name was Joe. I said Joe's happy, that's all. I know it's you. Oh, like Joe Biden. <laughs> right. <laughs> So are you going to bark with me? I don't think so. To say welcome to champion major. Arr, 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 arr. Are you going to bark? I don't think so, Meatball. Why won't you bark? Because I'm not a barker. Why not? Come on, you're letting me literally talk in a dog's voice, but then you won't bark. <laughs> I'm not going to bark. Why not? Because I'm not a barker. I just said I wasn't a barker. But why can't you, like, just let go and do that? There's, like, a certain level that you'll get to. Arf, arf. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a very good bark. I know. Try it's again. A, I'm not a barker. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm surprised you did that. Yeah, I can't talk in this meatball voice anymore. Although it does, in some ways, just, I guess, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's easier to talk to you when I'm playing meatball. Hmm. What have you thought about the podcast? Good. I thought it was good, and hopefully it's getting people to listen to it and uh, gives us a chance to talk and convey our feelings, and that's good. Well, what did you think about, like us in it it's nice i'm glad to do this with you yeah what did you think it was saying though like what kind of came across to you well that we have differences but we're willing to sit down and talk about it and not get huffy about it and argue with one another and 
you know, lose friendships or anything like that. And unfortunately, that's happened in a lot of situations where people are friends but have different political views and let it get in the way and, and cause friendships to end. And, you know, th th that's sad during this time in 2020 when there's so many people that are totally unhappy because of the virus and because of the political split in the nation. You know, I'm willing to be open-minded and I... Uh, and somehow we can get the, the nation together again. But what came across, like, let's just take the election out of it, like me talking as meatball to you, and you you never laughed, you never stopped me, you didn't question it. Why did you just go with it? Because I knew that was part of the plan, and I just went with the plan. Right, but I didn't tell you I was going to talk like Meatball. No, I know. So it wasn't a plan. I just got on and started recording and said, somebody wants to talk to you, and then I just put on the voice, and you went with it. Well, I, I don't mean that it was planned. It was just something you did, and I Do went Do you feel like that's what happens a lot with me and you? Well, yeah, I always accept that with you. I mean, anytime. You say anything or do anything, I'm very open to it and listen to you. I don't think I fight with you. No, but with, like, the performance of it all. Like, that's a... I guess you're used to that. I'm always trying to get a rise out of you. Right, right. Do you remember um, when I used to scare you? Oh, my, yes. <laughs> what do you remember about that? Tell the story of what I used to do. Well, you'd like to hide and come upon me or come up behind me and, and because I wasn't expecting it and it was a surprise and scared me and you got a kick out of it. Do you remember when I was in your like closet and you were getting ready for bed or something? Yeah, that was probably the most scary one. That wasn't very nice of you. And I think I had like a Polaroid camera. I forgot that. <laughs> and it was a flash and I got that picture of your face in that total moment of fear right right <laughs> and do you remember when we i remember like you and mom like sitting me down and being like okay sarah it's not funny anymore like you can't scare your father he's mm. old you might give him a heart attack <laughs> i don't remember that you don't remember that <laughs> no yeah like you both were like okay this has to actually stop because I was doing it all the time, I would be on all fours and crawl around the the chair that you would sit in in the den, and then right. I would just jump. Sneak up behind, right, yep. You got a kick out of it. That was part of growing up, right? Yeah, but tell me this. How do you think that in this is similar or not? Well, I think the similar thing is that, you know, it's a father-daughter relationship and the things that you do to get my attention and uh, get me to react. Yeah, like I'm clearly searching for some type of big reaction from you, aren't I? Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe I haven't given you enough reaction in the past and uh, you're seeking it out now, but that's just my personality. I can't change it. I just don't react that way. What, don't react that way or just don't really react? I thought this is about the election. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs> well, why are we getting into this? I, I don't, don't know. Um, okay, well, I have to go. 
Okay, well, good luck with this, honey, and uh, and I'm always there in your corner. I want you to know that. Maybe I'm not vocal enough about it and all, but I am. Goodbye, Grandpa. Harf, harf. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you need anything, just get in touch. Okay, great. Right, okay, honey. thanks, Dad. All right, See right. ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Sarah. Uh, how about Biden winning, eh? That was a shocker. Um... Listen, Meatball and I are going to the park today. Uh, really hope to see you there too. 3 p.m. Um, I'll be there with a Coke Zero. Uh, yeah, really hope you come along, Sarah. Um, see you soon. Okay, Meatball, let's go to the park. Let's go meet Debbie. Let's finish this podcast. Okay, you ready? We can do this. Let's go. Come on, Meatball. Oh, Meatball. Good boy, Meatball. Good boy. It's so good to meet you. I mean... Finally. Finally. For all of this recording, all of Meatball's kind of taking over of everything. <laughs> Finally gotten to meet him. Finally in 3D, and he is the absolute cutest. <laughs> You're the best boy. And against all odds, I'm not talking with him. No, I thought I'd be chatting to him mainly, but it's you. Uh, Yeah. Oh, well, and a little bit him. And a little little bit bit him. him. He's not going to let you get away with that completely. It's my podcast too, isn't it? Thinking you, when you first approached me to talk about this, I think I was immediately like, oh yeah, okay, I can do some like good content. Yeah. I can get my dad into this. Wow. I don't feel fully equipped to like have all the ideas of like what's right, what's wrong. And and I think I was just focused on like I can get a rise out of my dad. Yeah. He will be great for this because obviously yeah. as people have heard like he he's, loves Trump. He's a and, massive Trump fan. And I'm not. No. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think I really thought that it would um would be maybe as hard as it was to, like, deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, thank God, literally. I'm I mean, I've had Meatball through this time. And, I mean, he just does make everything better. And then I just took that to 11 degrees. Yeah, and, yeah. No, no, 11. And then I think, like, talking to my dad, mm. what I actually learned from this, like, final conversation is, like, oh, he's just exercising boundaries. Wow, okay. Well, if he doesn't want me to get a rise out of him then, then I'll do it now. <laughs> and he can listen back to this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are you going to get a rise out of him? But I've kind of just decided I don't need to anymore. Whoa, okay. So this has been a <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> whole three-tier project of getting a rise out of your dad. And now, at the last hurdle, you don't want it. Not really. Why? I think, like, it's not going to happen. And you couldn't get a rise out of him? No, and he barked with me. Uh, yeah, he did it. And that he was barked. A, and honestly, that was a big step. Yeah. And then I kind of just thought, okay, like, our relationship is what it is. Yeah. And he did bark. Yeah. And that was his own way of, going yeah. I'm doing this for you 
hear all bark. Yeah. But also, these are my boundaries, and I'm not going to go further than that. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, I need to dissect this now, and I need to go further. Yeah. I need to push this. Test this, yeah. But now I'm like, no, I don't. Wow. Like. It's done. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've reached a sort of strange peace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One's peace, Debbie. One's An equilibrium. Peace. <laughs> I'm in this moment right now. Yeah. There's another train. Um, I don't think I've reached anything. But you are in the present, right? You're like, like you said, you're in this moment right now. Because I'm, when you're spooking someone or getting a rise, you're, you're like in the future. You know what I mean? You're trying to get something. That is, I didn't think about that. I always thought about it as you're in the moment. Mm. No, you're trying to make something happen. Totally, because you want whatever the connection is that you get from getting a rise. But yeah, instead of like just what, allowing what it is to be what it is. Yeah, and all its flaws and all its problems. So why this little guy? Why meatballs? Why is he well, your way in? Oh, good boy. I think literally what you just said, like with meatball, you know, even when we're talking right now, you just tried to jump off the table onto the other one. It was not <laughs> going to make my it. Hand. Licking your hand, <laughs> making the noises like. There's no planning for Meatball. No. He's just doing his thing. He's doing his thing. He's right here. He's right now. And, like, there's nothing to, I guess, second guess or try to make happen. And on that note, what do you wish you'd got from your dad? I got what I got. Wow. So, I mean... No more wishing, basically. I don't think so. I mean, it's hard that he loves Trump still. I mean, I'm really, really impressed and glad that he yeah. was very reasonable. That like, was a he plot wasn't twist. in like the stops, the steal. He no. was just like, well, you know, we'll support, I'll support the next president. Yeah. Because that's what we do in that's a democracy. What Americans do, yeah. Should do. Should do. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe this is my learning to actually have a boundary. And just, yeah accept right that's like a thing I feel like I'm always trying to do or being told I should do is just accept but it's so hard like surrendering yeah you know that is a 2020 lesson isn't it like <laughs> surrender to your election result Mr. Trump surrender to the <laughs> pandemic surrender. like it's happening mm. we can't future proof it we can't plan you can't control it no Meatball's just digging for a way. way out but you know <laughs> literally <laughs> digging but yeah, there's, there's nothing we can do. So we get a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And just be. What wow. else do we need to get? <laughs> oh, Sarah, is that's it? <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I want a big musical number what do we, now. Okay, how no, do we end we, it? I don't think we need to end it. I think it should just cut. All right, Debbie, do you want to take the podcast back now? (laughs) Yeah, I will. (laughs) 
Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the Traverse podcast today. You're an absolutely brilliant guest. And thank you so much for your insight into the election and American politics at this time. And of course, extra special thanks to our surprise special guest, Meatball. (laughs) Thank you so much, Sarah. You're absolutely brilliant. Thank you, Debbie and Traverse podcast and Richard. It's just been, you know, a wonderful conversation. Thanks for listening to the Traverse podcast. This was part three of DOTUS, created by Sarah Kosar. Direction and dramaturgy by Debbie Hannon. Sound design by Richard Bell. Theme music by Patricia Panther. With a cast of me, Meatball. Ryan Fleecrest, played by Tyler Collins. Wolfie Goldberg, played by Afia Campbell and also featuring appearances from random people from Sarah's life, and of course, her dad. Thanks for your voices. Please do check out traverse.co.uk to see our upcoming work in Trav3, our online venue. The Traverse is funded by Creative Scotland and the City of Edinburgh Council, with additional support from the Scottish Government Performing Arts Venues Relief Fund. Traverse Theatre Scotland Limited is a registered charity, number SC002368. As it's becoming increasingly clear that Donald Trump has lost the election, I'm really quite giddy. It's like all of this pent-up four years of terror, of stress that I've been holding in my body is just being allowed to escape. I went to bed with a smile, and I woke up with a smile. The monster is gone, and soon he'll be forgotten. And I really hope that all of the liberals who were engaged during the Trump presidency managed to keep that. (laughs) Who am I kidding? They'll sleep for the next four years. I'm walking down the Thames right now, kicking the leaves, listening to their sound, and it's really wonderful. It's the most joyous sound in the world of being free of that man, of that awful, awful man, because he's no longer the president. Yes, there's another old white man in the White House, but this one's not a fascist. At least I don't think so. Although we have a better leader in place, it's really upsetting just to see on paper or you know up on the screen how divided we truly are. It's good that he won, but the American Empire continues. And woohoo, there's a woman in the White House! I'm so happy. So very, very happy.